live from the Who Do You Like Here studio. I'm Joey Stats. We got C-Note in the can, and we are hot from the Derby Trail this week. Welcome back, everybody. Gentlemen, good evening. How are we? Good day to you, sir. Good day to you. Good morrow. Good morrow. <laughs> good morrow to you. I bid you good morrow. Got his shoulder bosom. What is it? I want that guy. I want to get that guy in the podcast. I'm talking the guy from uh, Role Model. Yeah. 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 Right. Sean William Scott. Okay. No, it's the it's the uh, oh, heavy set yeah, yeah. fellow that, that's totally good morrow to you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to cue that guy up. We that, should do that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got that that like fake Big belly laugh. <laughs> we, should start, uh, we should start larping for fun. I mean, <laughs> larping. I mean, we could. <laughs> I got different names for it. <laughs> Professional uh, larper. To sleep, a chance to dream. <laughs> that was the line I was looking for. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. We're back again. This is episode number shit. I don't even know seven of the year. Six of the year? South Park, right? I don't know. We're hot, baby. We should have done a Chucktown episode yesterday. Should have. That Holy the, buckets. That jam. 197,000. Large. Large. I went three of five. That's pretty much a win for me at that track last night. Skinny <laughs> ticket. $12 ticket. Who was the uh, jockey that went off? Rashawn. Rashawn. Latchman murdered an all on prices, too. Yeah, three in a row. Three in a row, four total. Four total. Yeah, his uh, his jockey. If you just would have keyed him in the three straight on the pick, the one dollar pick three, three right? seven hundred ninety bucks. <laughs> Latchman. You know what's going to happen now? I'm going to fall deep in deep, deep love with him from that one two hour stretch. And he's never going to hit it like that again. Correct. He's yeah. going to pull a Rosario on you. And- <laughs> no, I don't know. Who? Rosario. Yeah. He's dead to me. Does <laughs> <laughs> that guy even ride? <laughs> Welcome back, listeners and followers. Thank you for joining us again this week. Thank you for more and more download records. We appreciate it. We appreciate the interactions. We appreciate everything. We're excited. Uh, we're changing tracks for the first time since uh, of this year, I think. Feels like it. Yeah. I think we've been at Gulfstream. Yeah, no, we've week. been at Gulfstream. Yeah. Yeah. Championship meet. We're gonna, stay, new. we're gonna stay in the same fucking state though. Yeah, just a little further away. <laughs> Shifting over. We're just gonna go to the, the Gulf Coast a little bit. Good time. Enjoy it there. I'm a Madeira Beach kind of guy. Myself. I do like Madeira Beach. Mm. I've never been to Florida. Mm. Mm. You know what I didn't have fun at is that fucking hard rock casino though. I got my dick knocked in at that joint. I did pretty good many we times. The time we went uh, with the wives. Well, we went there. I had no idea where we were, what time it was, what day it was, because we were soaking wet yeah 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 lots of the the booze yeah that was a good time it's a good time i've been down there quite a bit i I went down there for work once and uh i drove from orlando to tampa and it was a game where the falcons were in town to play the bucks it was a Mm. thursday night yeah i'm like all right i'm gonna go to the casino i'm by down here by myself go to the casino talk to a dude he's like yeah because the the stadium's right there yeah he's like yeah i got got an extra ticket nobody wants it i'm like i'll take it yeah there you go 50 bucks went to a Falcon Buccaneers game. It's beautiful. Was it awesome? Um, no. Did they win? Did we lose? <laughs> we probably lost. I think that. I stayed. I just wanted to get inside the stadium and take a look at it. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure. Oh God, this is going back, dude. This is 2016. Odds are they lost. They're pretty Falcons. good in 2016. 16, you guys were. That was peak. That was yeah. uh, Matt Ryan MVP year. It was Tampa that was terrible. So maybe we, yeah, maybe we did win. <laughs> it was Tampa. So used to losing. <laughs> maybe we did win. It's all we know. Yeah. It's all we know. 
back again. Yeah, so what we're going to do today, we're going to take a look. Uh, we got two uh, derby prep races, 20 points max being given out at uh, Tampa and one at Aqueduct this week. And then we get hot and heavy coming up soon with some 50-pointers and mm-hmm. some pointers. Apologize we're not covering the El Camino. Speak for yourselves! <laughs> <laughs> at Golden Gate. I think that's the third one to this week, right? Yeah, that's yeah. But I think that's only 10. It's a 10-pointer, I think. It's one point for last. Mm. And uh, no, I have no idea. I have no idea. Mm. I was going to say, is it really <laughs> one point for last? I was like, what? <laughs> I'll spice things up. Just give everybody a point. <laughs> you all deserve one. You get a point. You get a point. I'm trying to figure out the next time we will see a race that is 100% uh, dominated by one trainer. What a sad display of racing that was. I mean, I didn't watch it. I it was stupid. It. I mean, like to. Uh, why even have the race? We're, yeah, what's the point, right? I mean, uh, literally, what's the point? Like, that's the state of racing in California, and sometimes it's just very annoying. Like, for a stakes race to have derby points on on the board, and you've got four Bob Baffert horses, and you'll get no California representation <laughs> no, in the derby. Like, yeah, it's just it's insane. <clears throat> and why is that? It's not juice. It's a <laughs> exactly it's a protein <laughs> shake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, I mean, they do have, I think, until February 28th. I think that's the date. I got to change trainers for any of these horses to Potentially. still be eligible to get points. He's still um, trying to fight it. He's trying to fight the uh, suspension, I think, still. But. Just just hand over the reins. Let somebody else do it, like last year. Stick your head up my ass and fight for air. <laughs> <laughs> was it? Was it Tim? What's the guy? Tim Yachtin. Yachtin! Yeah, he'll have all the horses back again. 14, 15, 16, yak team. <laughs> yeah. uh, That's the one. Yeah, did we make an agreement, Bob? Like, Baffer could come in with three horses, but one would have to go on the 14, one would have to go on the 17, <laughs> and the other has to start on the infield? Uh, yeah, I didn't even bother. Yeah, it was just, it was, I mean, it was a good race. I mean, New, a Newgate one, um, Arabian Lion, which I was, like, supposed to be really a touted high, um, came in dead last out of the four. Mm. Um, but Frankie the Tory. Mowed them all down at the end there. Frankie, yeah. still doing it. Yeah. The Flying Dismount. Yeah. I want a cool nickname like that. The Flying Dismount. <laughs> you got a cool one, don't you? What? I don't know. The- Cocksucker doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> Been calling you that for years. <laughs> I would be so afraid if I did the Flying Dismount, like you would tear something at some point. You know, like his agent had to tell him at some point. Pull a, pull a Grammatica. <laughs> 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. Which grammatic? I believe it's Martine. I think they both did it. I think they may have. It Didn't even listen to, to his brother's example. Tore his ACL celebrating. That's that's what I would be afraid of, you know? Well, absolutely. I mean, you're, you're still young. I mean, I, I get that fear, like, getting out of SUVs. Yeah. yeah. Getting out of bed. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hey, oh, Joe, I'm driving. What do you drive? I drive an F-150. Eh, I'm good. <laughs> nah, I'll take my own car. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'll meet you there. <laughs> yeah, other than that, uh, Gulfstream. Gulfstream was good. I mean, pick five didn't pay anything. No, but it, that was like no. how it's set up. I mean, it was either yeah. we were going to make massive amount of money or right. we were going to do what actually happened. It was so true to form that uh, none of the price spreads. That's where you had to hit. Was yeah, you'd ha- you'd have to go in the middle, super skinny, and play a five dollar. Yeah, card. yeah, ten dollar pick five all chalks. I tried to do something similar to that last night at Chucktown. Instead, I went the other way. <laughs> Damn it. Um, it would have been pretty impressive. Like we talked about it on Friday with, I mean, seven. Seven. I mean, who did we talk to that did six? Um, well, 
uh, Eric Hansel yeah, won he had, six. He had on the closing six pack, day. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember that to win the chasing, fall meet. Yeah, because right. he was chasing Kendrick by like three or yep. something or four, and uh, he came in and won six of seven and uh, took the title home. Yeah, in the very last race. Yeah, yeah, in the very last. Yeah. So was, yeah, that was winter. What twenty one? Yeah, or yep. early. No, twenty. It was like, Aqueduct. It was twenty. So it was Aqueduct. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <clears throat> so I remember that, but seven. Dylan, Seven uh, Dylan had six. I think. Dylan, yeah. Dylan Davis. Dylan, had Dylan had Davis also had six. Yep, he had six. Talked okay. to him about his yeah. six wheel six pack. Manny Franco, I think, just had six as well, not too long ago. Yeah, I think you're right. He just had six. I think he, he tied did. it. Yeah, he yeah. had six. And then Ira. The only thing that's crazy that's different is that Ira did it in seven straight seven races. Straight. And yeah. he was live in the eighth. Yeah. I, dude, yeah. I, thought, in the ninth he, I thought for sure in that last race he was going to. Like, dude, he's going eight. He's getting eight. He's going eight. Yeah, I think he came at he's, fifth. He's going to be the, the the jockey pick five and jockey pick six. Like, <laughs> right. dude, can you imagine that? How crazy that would be if you had the pick six and you had I read in every single one. Just like a, you know, you tried the Joel one, which obviously was. <laughs> I didn't play it. I, I, didn't tell I, thought you actually, I thought you actually played it. I was like, oh, man. No, we, we talked about it. Like, this guy's so bad. I think I have to do it. <laughs> he just burned the $20 instead. <laughs> <laughs> Torched it. <laughs> Got the same enjoyment out of it. Yeah. But Dude, that jo- would be insane. Joel is so bad right now. Mm-hmm. He's having a rough stretch. Yeah. I mean, last weekend, last Saturday was atrocious. I don't think he finished like better I- than fourth. Like at that what was, point are you just like you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna take two weeks off, yeah, or the rest of the meet off for the rest of the, <laughs> the year. Yeah, I'm gonna take the championship meet off at Gulfstream and I'm gonna go and recalibrate. It's it's mental. These guys fight it because when it's when you're having great days, it's having bad days are just like it. You know what I mean? There's, it's just as common when you just can't find the finish line it's and here I'll, I'll share this with you so i mean there's a lot of hate that gets thrown around obviously internet keyboard warriors and stuff like yeah let's just paint a picture of how drastic the drop-off is let's you've been on all of yep it, right 2022 what do you guys think his win percentage was the entire year 2022 last year last year full calendar win i'm gonna percentage. say win percentage 23 percent. a little bit high 20 Okay, I'd, I'd probably gone about 25. 20. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's a good year. Uh, win play showing the money at 51. Right? <clears throat> That's, yeah. Pretty solid. pretty damn sad. Mm-hmm. So far in 2023, 32% win play show. 7% winner. Yeah. That's a big dip. I Ooh. thought that was high. I was going to go like 4%. <laughs> yeah. Well, and then we were talking about Flavian too. Yeah. He's had me there. Is, is, last time I checked, he was, he was 7 of 72 or something crazy. Like, yeah. Like, I question if Flavian could win on Flightline right now. Same thing with Joel. If you put Joel on Flightline, <laughs> I question to see if those guys could win on that horse right now, the way they're riding. Yeah. It's crazy. It's so bad. Well, we've, we've talked to enough jockeys to, to know that the, you know, we talk about the mental stability that they need to get through and how they got to go with the swings. Uh, Eric, you know, I, every jockey we've ever talked about is they've all gone through these slumps. And we talked about Jose. But this bad. Slumps. Not this bad. I think. Listen. I think Jose's end of last year was almost just as no. bad as what. Yeah, because no it was way. just over a long period of time. I yeah. think you thought it was as bad because you had him on a lot of your picks. Oh, fuck yeah, and then you were like, every him. time you picked him, he's like, he loses. Yeah, but like, not this bad. Not five or seven percent win. I wish I percentage. Could, I wish I could break this into quarters because I would like to see Jose Q four versus Joel Q one. Ooh, <laughs> right. It's fucking close. I it's don't think it's close. as close. No way. I think I. No. I really think it's like. Bro, he went. On, I mean, he. Went I think on a Jose long was probably stretch. under twenty percent. I think he was probably like maybe seventeen percent. Yeah, let's, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I nah. still think it was like seventeen percent. Just as bad. 
just as bad. I don't know about that. One. I'd, have to, I'd have to figure out the split. You were I mean, so you were so jaded by regal glory that like <laughs> uh, twice. That, yeah, that that's what's making you you're clouding your judgment. But I'm telling you right now, Joel riding right now is the worst out of anybody. Well, you're probably right, but I I just I just fade Joel now because I just yeah. can't trust him on any mounts. I no, picked, yeah, I picked him on every ticket, and it's been. It's been paying off. <laughs> well, just I'll just saying. say it has been paying off because I've gone four or five every <laughs> every one. Uh, it's just costing less. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're making my ticket structure a lot easier. It's costing me less. <laughs> oh, Joel, eight to five favorite. Scratch it out. Get him out. Yeah, take get him out. out of here. I don't yeah, think I'm. It's... I don't think I'm gonna break this down in any time of quick fashion. I don't think. No, I think that's something we can come back with or tweet it out this week. But I say the numbers are close. Oh. But every jacket goes through these these stints of a uh, slumps, and it's. Listen. Obviously, it takes mental tolls on you. Uh, you could, you're worried about losing your book, losing about losing your business. Uh, it's tough, man. It, it's it's what have you done for me lately? And that's really it. And just think about the think about the jockeys that are up and coming, that are trying to make a name for themselves. Uh, even the bug the bug boys and women that actually get you know in the game. It's tough. It's tough. You're going up against some of the best in the world. Um, so. I hope Joel bounces back. He's a better jockey than what he's shown as of late. Jose got out of it. Every jockey's come out of it. You feel for the ones that don't come out of it. That's the heartbreak. Like, if this keeps going on, like, if Joel just goes 180 completely the rest of this year, gets down to, like, 2% win percentage, I mean, that's not good. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not good, and it's not looking like it's going to take a turn here in this meet, but I'm thinking the gambler in me is maybe he's just going to have an unbelievable Saratoga meet or Belmont. Maybe. You know, and Good I was trying York, to think, yeah. you know, I was just trying to think, like, maybe he was just riding such quality horses in 2022 that when he didn't have, when he's not riding, you know, an Epicenter or a Knicks Go, you know, he's having to ride some of these horses that aren't... uh Monsters, you know, monsters. Yeah, that maybe it's just you know he's got to get that. Uh, maybe he was spoiled. I guess is what I'm saying. But there's a lot of what ifs. What if what if he lost his work ethic? He's not maybe he's not working out as many horses as he was before because he was just so busy and traveling all the time. So you start to lose a feel for how a horse runs. I'm sure you know these guys got great memories. I mean, not Joel though. Joel, I feel like you can't. That guy can't lose the way you know. Like he's. I mean, he was up for an Eclipse Ward last year. Yeah, yeah, it, and so to say like. It's like if you would have said it about, I don't know, middle uh, Ruben Silvera, like saying like, okay, he's not working on any horses, but he's getting the top mounts at, yeah. you know, Delaware. And then he doesn't work out the horses. That makes sense. Like, okay, he's not, but he's not Joel Rosario. I understand you know? what you're saying. And I so I think saying. Joel Rosario has been doing it for so long and he's been such a monster in the game that like, this is like second nature. This is like next to breathing. It's literally horse racing and then breathing. You know, it's I, like, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think you're getting the residual effect from the Flavia and Joel because they were the two tops in their game next to Irad last year, top three, and two of them have fallen so far, so far, so fast. In like, how can you? Yeah, how can you go from being up for an Eclipse Award to winning seven percent of your races in 2023, and we're two months in? Being near and dear to home, it it has a very Christian Yelich feel to me, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it? Oh, I mean, but oh, it kind of does. What signs are, is he stealing? <laughs> I mean, maybe Joel was getting tipped the whole time. Maybe that's right. Like, yeah. you know, hey, I'm gonna. They're gonna tell me, you know, the strategy ahead of time, and I'm juicing. <laughs> well, I, you know, it, it is interesting too, right? We, it's not juice. <laughs> it's a protein, it's a protein shake. <laughs> All right. So just, just, uh, I don't have the number of starts Jose had in December. Okay. But Jose had 17 wins in December. Okay. Only six of them came 
after the 15th of the month. So that last two week stretch of December yeah. was atrocious, but he still had 17 wins in the month. Joel has six <laughs> in a month and a week. <sighs> Proof is in the pudding there. That's rough. Yeah, it's tough. And it's not, it's not a pissing match, but like, I remember like, I think you know, maybe I'm going back to like November also. Maybe I don't know about that, that stretch. But if you bring it back to November, he's only going to win more races. I just remember that stretch at the Ooh, end of Jose? December. Yeah. No. If no. you bring that up, and then if you drop it back a month from There's Joel, no if, if you case, look at I'm Joel gonna, in December dude. compared and then into January, it's I, not I, even you're fucking with my head right now. I only looked at. <laughs> I got a whole new ball game to talk to the therapist about this week. <laughs> if I'm that fucking headstrong against Jose just because of like two weeks, I'm telling you right now, it's just regal glory. That's I got a fucking problem. I think he had. I think the stretch was in. That's why I said I want to see the quarter versus quarter. Give me, give me Q4. Yeah, because I think he he came back to life a little bit in, around the Thanksgiving time frame. We'd have to look at it. We can we can do it off. Yeah. I mean, when we'll when Jose we can came masturbate to, offline, <laughs> 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 when Jose came to Gulfstream, which was in December, that's when he started hitting races, which was the after end of Christmas. December. Correct after, after Christmas. Christmas. If you no, go back after, to November, he's still probably still winning. Gulfstream. Races. He Gulfstream. Came, he after was, Christmas, he was terrible. Who? Jose from the seventeenth to the end of the year won six races. Yeah, January is when he started cracking races, like January fourth. Yeah, but he had like a couple days where he okay, but I mean. He had three. I had seen multiple times where he had like three, like a, a hat trick on the on the card at golf. That's like yeah, that's like three weeks ago. That that's not that far. That back. was either January or was that first two weeks of December. Interesting. <clears throat> I think we our time frames get all fucked up because we took time off and it was Christmas and it was holidays. Could be. And we're getting all we're getting all messed up. You know who keeps winning? Plus fucking, all the cuck. fucking sayas. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> he keeps winning. He just wins, just wins, wins. Stand up straight when you're talking. Yeah. Something with that arch in his back. <laughs> like <laughs> spider bifida. Got an extra muscle. In his back. Like, look at him. Oh, he doesn't even stand up straight for. <laughs> For wind pictures, <laughs> and like I said, that's still straighter than he was in the picture he took with me. So never maybe he's got scoliosis. I don't know, but no, it's kid keeps winning though. Yeah. Like I don't know. solid keeps winning. Like yeah. oh, uh, I read's on the suspension. Yeah, he's clocking all these wins right now, dude. Uh, it would have been hard for me um, if he was running in this meet of Tampa to not look at the form, not look at anything, and take uh, <laughs> Saez and and Ortiz. Yeah. On every single pick five, pick six, the two I of them read. all the way. Iran. <laughs> Iran. Not, not Jose. Yeah. I mean, I'd take Jose right now. Definitely not David. <laughs> <laughs> or John. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. So instead, we'll just totally discount Louis altogether. Uh, he, he's riding great. I just can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do that. Man's riding well, great. Yeah. I mean, sure. It is, and I also want to go back to Joel. He was supposed to ride in California. I keep saying this, and I don't know why he's not riding in California, but it also makes me think something's going on. We have our theories. We, we've had multiple theories. <laughs> <laughs> we've had a lot of theories thrown around. But, <laughs> Offline theories. Yeah, but uh, something's going on, and I would really like to know. I'd yeah. really like to know what's going on. Yeah. There's, some, there's some conspiracy theories out there. We'll never but, know. Yeah. One will never know. This but is it's going to It's going to switch. It's going to switch. Yep, the time mm-hmm. switch. It will happen. It's just get, you got to pick the right one. Mm-hmm. Just got to pick that one, that one little gem, like that art collector gem that we all missed. <laughs> Damn it! Well, Joel will be riding at Gulfstream this week, and he will not be at Tampa for the big races, so he might actually have a weekend. Oh yeah, that's true. I thought maybe, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't get the invite to go to Tampa this week. No, so. that's no. what I told you. I, didn't we talk about last week where it's like, dude, maybe he should just go to like Remington for a week and just <laughs> and just mow him and down, just find his yeah. find his stride. Like that's what know. if I was his agent, who was his agent, Ron uh, uh, Anderson, Ron, Ron Anderson. Anderson. 
if I were his agent, I would definitely be like, all right, we're 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 taking a trip. We're going to Hawthorne for the weekend. Take all the change, <laughs> put it in your left-hand pocket. <laughs> Turn your hand around backward. Yeah. I look like a fucking idiot. What, what do you think you look like taking Ted last to fucking these fucking guys? <laughs> <laughs> Hitting chili dippers up Lee Jansen's ass. <laughs> what do you think you look for the betting pool? Jeez. <laughs> it's very rare that we can mix a tin cup. It references. Very, that is yeah, it's been a while, yeah. especially non-golf season. Yeah. Proud of you guys. Well, true. waste management open. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. I was at a bunch of uh, accounts today and I saw golf being streamed all day long. I just assumed they were all watching uh, Elio's boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sanjay. <laughs> Sanjay. Uh, all right. All right. That's some good yapping. Let's start yeah. capping, shall we? To Tampa we go. I don't know if we've ever done this track on our show. I don't believe so. Maybe one race. Maybe we've a done stakes race or yeah, maybe a stakes ra- race or something. Race, but never a card. Okay. Yeah, this will be a first going to the bay that they call Tampa. I fucking hate Tampa Bay. I love the city. We're gonna edit that out. I hate their. We got, we got a lot of fans in Tampa. I know we do. We have good people in Tampa. Yeah. I love the city. I hate their football team. Yeah, it goes all the way back to Warren Sapp. Oh, geez, here we go. Flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get over to the late pick five. We're starting in race seven. Race seven is six furlongs. It is the Minaret Stakes, purse of $50,000 for fillies and mares, four-year-olds and upwards. Interesting field. It's an interesting card in general. It's going to be beautiful. Would you say 85 and sunny? Yep. That's gorgeous. Makes you not hate Tampa too much. <laughs> that weather. Uh, Let me reiterate. I hate their football team. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Clarified. Stupid. That's the asterisk. Uh, I'm going to go with the two My Destinies, Tyler Gaffleyon. The speed in this race is pretty top-notch. There's a few horses here that I'm looking at time-wise. A lot of horses like to go to the front and be near the front. You'd think I'd want to go with someone off the pace, which if I'm going to, there'd be the obvious one that I'm sure somebody's, somebody's going to talk about. But I'm going to go with the two My Destiny. Front running, if we go back three, September 24th, uh, that's that's the race I'm trying to key in on here. 22 and two, 45 and three fifths, 57 and two, and 109 and four. That was an allowance, uh, 12,500. Wasn't much, uh, but it was a uh, Phillies and Mares. And then comes back comes back in an optional claiming twenty thousand. Obviously wins that one by four by four lengths. So he's got basically three wins in a row. Going for four wins, finally gets into a stakes race with seventy five thousand in the Orleans, and that was five furlongs shorter. Still was able to win. I think that with the distance here, I think which is key. I think that's what they were targeting for. Is looking for a six furlongs, another fifty thousand. You know, some kind of a handicap or non graded stakes race that they'd be able to kind of counter punch on. So. I'm looking for this horse to go five in a row. I think the speed alone, the 109 and four time, it's close with a few others here from a time perspective, but this is the one that I think the distance really actually is the advantage and kind of moves a little stronger in the last uh, last split. So I'm going to take my destiny in probably a heated battle to uh, hold on and get the win. Yeah. Um, it's There's a lot of horses in this race that are going to do the same thing, I feel like. Um, it's just which one's the fastest. And I think that I just said which one was the fifth. No, I don't think I don't know if he is. I don't know if he is. Um, I think the one to the inside, um, Drifaros, mm-hmm. I think that one might be the fastest. I think it's going to get out the cleanest. I think you're going to see this horse go right to the front. He might be just a little bit in front of your horse. Um, yeah, I mean, he's coming off of three straight wins, uh, 62 open company last time out at the distance. It runs at six furlongs you know, throughout its entire career, that's the distance it goes. It, it's got some really good success at that. And it's also got some pretty solid speed figures. Um, I think that's going to be on the ticket for me. I think, again, I think he's just going to be a little bit quicker and he gets the rail. So he's going to save a lot of that ground. 
Um, but again, I think he might get in a battle with your two. And I think there's a couple other horses here that are also going to try to push the pace. So um, I'm going to try to cover my bases with the one. And then I think one other horse that no stats is going to I think I think everyone knows right away. Carmel Swirl is probably the, the chalk of it, right, on paper. Right. I mean, morning line, not disappointing. It's seven to five. It looks very much the best. Um, some track bias notes for you guys here at this six furlongs on this it's being wider, 32%, 77 coming from early speed or EP, if you will. Yeah. Early mid speed. Um, very rare for late speed um, on this. So it has a very Gulfstream feel to me mm-hmm. in terms of being forwardly placed. And I see the same thing you guys do. I see the one and the two trying to go. I see pink. Uh, what shoelaces way on the outside trying mm-hmm. to go. I see the eight Olivia darling trying to go. Um, and of course, Carmel swirl. So I think Carmel swirl. I don't think it's going to go to the front. I think it's going to try to stay in the pocket. Yep. I can't, I can't not have the five on here, <clears throat> but if I'm going to spread and, and try to tidy up later, I'll probably go the one, two, five and I'll keep the eight on there. I like Olivia darling in the, in a more of a pocket pocket presence with that four um, has been able to show good times at sub one ten and a half at the distance. Um, and then coming off of a seven length win, obviously exclude the company in there, but one by seven lengths in a $28,000 allowance mm-hmm. and ran at 22 45. So I think there's some splits in there that the, that the eight can uh, sit in the pocket behind the one, two and the nine, the ambassador of speed. Yes, sir. Shipping from <laughs> Gulfstream Park. Uh, just to get back here, kid on that. Yep. That is the only other one. Both of them have one Oh nine and four final yep. times on wins. Yep. Uh, the only advantage here I'm given, like I said, from my destiny over, because Trafaros is definitely probably the the other one I figured that could possibly hold on. Uh, I like that they had the stakes race the one time out on January 6th. So that yeah. it shows it's a little tougher class that it got to run against. I'm not saying optional claiming 62,000 condition isn't isn't bad for the January 23rd for the one. Uh, they're basically equals. And I think it's just going to be a one-two race. The equals. eight makes it interesting. Um, you guys nailed the four tops. One, two, five, eight. Yeah. Um at Delta Downs, is that where it was? That uh, stakes race? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just... I, it's hard for me in this race because I think the four horses that we labeled out are all going to go to the front. I think that Carmel Swirl, if we're going to single in a race, it's probably going to be the single because of everybody trying to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, it's Bill Mott and Alvarado teaming up too. Yeah, and that horse is in prime condition. Yeah. I mean, it's got... Three bullet workouts, and I don't even, the bullet workouts are whatever, but out of the three bullet workouts, the 36 flat on December 30th, because it's been off since August, right? Mm-hmm. So you got some, you got some time off. January 10th, 48 flat and four furlongs, come back with a four furlongs of 49 and one, which was best of the day, but it's, it's a little slower than what it was before. It's actually the last one that I like the best, the, the breezing from the gate, obviously, that last workout on February 6th, yeah. uh, that that's the one that kind of says, eh, this horse is just still in prime position. 103 speed figure last time out, career best. It's in good form. I mean, it's got the best, yeah, it's in great form. It's got the best speed figures of the group. It's probably the classiest, you know, yeah. by far and away. Um, Correct. Or, it's Bill Mott and Alvarado. How can you it's go all, against them? They're winning everything yeah, right now. It's good Dolphin. The only other thing you can go at is like, how does this horse not win? How does this horse, you know, not hit the board here? But we've all seen that happen before too. So and that's and that would be speed getting away because seven furlongs is typically you know the longer distance races for seven furlongs is what Carmel Swirl kind of yep. likes. I think the six furlongs actually bodes well for the speed, and I think that's where there's the advantage there. And maybe Alvarado just doesn't get the perfect trip and winds up second or third. So that's yeah. that's the advantage to like try to get a price outside of it. Yeah, I think if I was going to try to keep it really tidy, <clears throat> what I was looking at is horses that have shown that they can win in multiple ways. Mm-hmm. So like the two, I, I like the two. Obviously, the two is marked. Gaffleone is. Is, is Tyler. Right. He'll be able to rate and do what he needs to do to, to win the race that he sees fit. Uh, but this horse only wins in the front. 
I got you. If it's if it's if it's more than a half length out, it doesn't win. I, it, normally, kid, it would be a, a coin toss for me, but yeah. uh, Herman Walensky, twenty nine percent nine graded stakes races, only seven, but twenty nine percent. And going back to the one, uh, Teresa Pompey is thirteen percent of thirty. So again, I'm just trying to, <clears throat> to find something that gave an edge, and it was very slight. Between the between yeah. the two speeders that I feel would be, and I was just only looking at those first fractions, right? I mean, this horse has run a twenty-one-four and a twenty-one-three in the last two races, right. and uh, the two has gotten a twenty-two. So I'm just thinking from a speed figure or speed factor um, standpoint. You know, it even went through a forty-four and a forty-five and still hold on. So it's like it might be a little too quick. I think these two are going to battle it out, but that does scare me because again, I think these are the races that kind of screw with my head because I see all these horses <laughs> wanting to do the same thing. And then that's when, you know, off the pace hits or somebody yeah. gets a way cleaner than everybody else in where Correct. field. Yeah. Well, and the you other, know? the other track bias in this structure is the four to seven slot. Yeah. Is winning at a pretty substantially higher rate than everybody else. <clears throat> um, I think the one that could fuck it up is the nine pink shoes. It's the only other one that's, that's run a f- early fraction. Yeah. A sub sub 22. So that'd be my concern is that that nine trying to blow up the one and two, and then it's going to set up for the five and the eight. Yeah. And you got Daniel Centeno on the one, yeah. right? 20, 20% win percentage. So far yeah. Game. Daniel Centeno too is like, uh, he, he's sneaky, but he does win. He does win a lot of races, but he also win it loses a lot of races. He should win. Um, I guess you could say that about any jockey, but, um, I think this is an interesting one, but I think uh, skinny ticket. Yeah, I think we're all aligned that Carmel Swirl is probably the play, but um, I think there are some interesting horses in here. Maybe reach out to Barry. You know, that's his track. Barry Sniper Spear. Yeah, that's that's his track. And uh, Stan, you got anything on the rail position, like post positions, as far as bias? Yeah, like I said, the four the four to seven slot in this race condition. That's the call a one a one star bias. It's winning a nineteen percent clip. The only other one that's winning at a double digit would be the. Eight eight plus spot. Okay, so, so rails. Outside. So rails not as key. Rails dead. Interesting. Okay, it's good to know because I mean, sidetrack we follow seven, too often. Uh, so six furlongs on this seventy. It's a seventy-two race count. It's like not one of those biases where it's six. Yeah, six races. <laughs> or that one. Or was one, it last one week race? when there was one race? <laughs> oh, deep closers. Yeah. Long enough. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I think it's pretty locked down. One two five eight. Uh, let's go to the eighth race. Six furlongs. It's the Pelican Stakes. Purse of $100,000 for four-year-olds and upwards. I've got three in this race. Uh, I'm going to stick with Willie Boy. I, I'm surprised Chantel, uh, you know, is staying in Gulfstream Park. She's got mounts this weekend, so uh, I thought she would have made the trip, but uh, she did not. So you're getting uh, Jose Morales um, for Jorge Delgado. And I'm just looking here from some key points in a tough race so slight uh drop down here from its graded stakes races last time out was a non-graded stakes race at seven furlongs and now you're only going six six is the better opportunity for this horse with willie boy uh three times at tampa one win two seconds most recently was the second uh place finish here by half length on december 10th go back to april 8th when it went ahead and wired the field that was in a field of seven and an optional claiming thirty-two thousand. and then the workouts really key for me on this one the final time, 109 and three, best here uh, amongst these. So that's that's kind of where I'm leaning again. I'm really sticking with speed with this track, and I'm trying to go with where uh, the faster times are going to come at an advantage. Horse is a little more tactical. The two workouts specifically for me, the 47 and three back on January 21st, and then the February 4th sharpening right before the race, 47 and four, eight out of 78 that day and working out. So the horse is in good form. It's sharp. It's ready to go. Jorge Delgado always has his horses ready and uh, aligned. Again, Chantel would have been the better option. She's ridden this horse more often than anybody else. But I'll take Jose Morales, who's also a jockey that's hit a lot of a lot of key horses and has brought a lot of uh, big prices home. He's going to have a really good shot here with Willie Boy. So I'll take that. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that speaks something to uh, Jose Morelos. I think um, he's been winning at some pretty big prices, and he's also been coming alive here in this Gulfstream meet. So nothing against Chantel, but I think he might be um, resurging or being maybe the better option of the two. Yeah, um, he's been using them quite a bit, actually. Yeah, so, and you could take. I just want to get back. You could take two races out. Take the Breeders' Cup Sprint out. That was a Grade mm-hmm. One, right? Totally outclassed in that race. And you could take out the Turf race back on August thirteenth. If you do, you can kind of see that the horses progress better for six furlongs. Definitely better in twenty two than it was in nineteen in twenty twenty one. And I, I just think that everything is moving in the right progression for this horse mm-hmm. overall. So I. That was my topic. Yeah, I uh, I like the pick. Um, I'm going to go again to the inside, to the rail, no K, no with Jose Ortiz. Um, probably my top pick. It's got the uh, the class that I'm looking for. Yeah, it hasn't really seen the winner's circle all that often, but I think that Jose in a spot like this, um, he's going to be able to you know kind of flaunt his strength a little bit. He's been having a better Gulfstream meet, um, and I think uh, on a horse like this, it's primed. It's already shown that it can go a 46-4, and four, and you'll see that bullet on November 18th. Um, working out well. He's ridden in a grade three. Yeah, it didn't get the job done. Didn't really get the best uh, trip there, but again— um, this horse is very interesting. If even if it gets back to that, you know, that May twenty eighth of twenty twenty two, if it gets to that form, this race is over. But um, I think this horse stalking, sitting just off the pace, is going to be the trip. Um, and just coming up in second in an Open Company hundred thousand last time out shows that this horse is kind of primed. So uh, I like to take a shot here, especially since it's gone over the surface too. Yeah, you know the upgrade here with Jose Ortiz. Mm-hmm. This Jose is riding well now. We're mm-hmm. not talking November, December. Nope. We're talking, uh, we're, we're talking now. Present time. Yep. Uh, yeah. And, and it's worst races. If you look at the, the overall, you know, history on the horse, the worst races was the grade three, the Mr. Prospector yep. and uh, the turf races, even though it won one of those turf races, the other turf race was terrible. Correct. The only one outside of that is an optional claim of 62,000 at September 4th, seven furlongs beat by Gatsby, who obviously is, is also running. But <laughs> I, I would say that, if you if you can find an excuse for that race on September fourth, there's no reason why this horse can't be again one hundred nine three best time here three back on November twenty sixth. Good form as well, so right, solid pick. I'm going to be boring and go with the chalk and right in the middle of the track. Same same track conditions, same distance, same biases. I'm going to go right in the middle with the five. I make key the five at Sybilis. <clears throat> I see uh, Alvarado taking this horse to the front and, and wire in this joint. Oh, yeah, five. yeah. I mean the horse ships well. I mean. Five, five different tracks and over six races uh, for 2022. It's, you don't have to worry about him coming in and not taking to the, the surface or not being ready to go. Horses ready to go every single time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I mean, it's not sexy. I mean, it's a morning line super chalk. Um, <clears throat> I may be concerned about the six trying to get in front of him and burn him out. Was it nine to five? Yeah. Nine to five. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. um, yeah. I think that's, I mean, again, too, it's going to be. Junior Alvarado getting another opportunity back to back. You think? Yeah. You think you can go back to back on these two monsters? Yeah, you know, or we gonna go control the, the way he's riding right now. Uh, he's he's kind of seeing things yeah. differently. This is the one. This is maybe one of the. This is like this reminds me of like the the Iran. <laughs> like which one are you gonna win on? You know, I which of the two? So are you I, gonna win I on? think for me, I think I'd be doing uh, maybe a, a one five and like one. Yeah with a five here so I can get a little crazy <laughs> like eyeball in that maiden race in the last leg. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would like to single in this race, but I just, I don't know. The Mr. Prospector dominated that race and, uh, no K no had, it was his worst run mm-hmm. basically. So I th- think the, things are a little different here. And like I said, you got the jockey upgrade here and a horse is <clears> in prime. So, 
I don't know. And Willie Boy, I think, is going to be tough. <clears throat> I mean, I'm not saying that Alvarado can't do it. I just... Every time I try to go this route, right? I try single back to back. I yeah. get screwed on one of them. He'll win one of them. <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, gonna I'm, win I'm one not saying I'm not singling them both. Uh, yeah, you can't. Um, you got to pick which one yeah. you're going to single. Is the question. So the the other interesting one I, I find um, the horse not so much of the horse in, in talking with uh, one of our um, close listeners and followers. He, this is his home track as well, and he loves Batista. And Luis Batista. Batista. Luis. No. Jose. Batista. Correct. Jose A. Batista. Yeah. Um, he's on the four. It's a super long price. Um, but this guy's winning with this trainer at 41%. Jesus. And right now at this track during, oh, this, Barboza. during yeah. this meet, he's 23 at 136. So not a crazy percentage, but when these two team up, they seem to not only hit, but hit with big prices. So mm-hmm. like on the, ver- like there may be some vertical plays in here. And it's a run happy horse too. Correct. Kind of like that. Um, but then every time I hear run happy, I think of uh mattress Mac in his commercial. The run happies are only getting stronger. <laughs> And uh, that guy, <laughs> and that guy might be mush. So, hey, mush. I, I hear you. There's something intriguing in there. And yeah, I mean, he's not running 109 six, uh, six furlongs. But when I see something tasty like that, and the guy that's typically home, yeah. home cooking, yeah. there, there may be something there with the price on this four. I like that. I like finding a price because I mean, thirty to one morning line right now. What's the bilious? What's the odds? Oh, it's super chalk, nine to five, and I'm, nine, and I'm sure it'll go to a four to five or three to five. yeah. It's going to take a ton of money. Yeah. Speed figures are ridiculous though. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, it's all delightful. Now I'm, I'm getting scarred a little bit by last night with seeing nothing but three to fives get like not even hit the board. Hammered. Right. <laughs> Wrong uh, track, different track. Yeah. Don't get jaded. They were just trying to get rid of that. They were trying to pay out. They were really yeah. trying to pay out. <laughs> a lot of surplus. That's all, yeah. Oh, they need a tax shelter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, I think it's interesting. I like the points you guys are having. I think, uh, I so I have marked two three five ten, mm-hmm. and I think I'm going to fade the ten. I think I'm I'm done on Gatsby. Yeah, Paco's Pico is really interesting. Um, the only thing is Tyler scares me on stakes days. I mean, that ride too last weekend. We didn't talk about it really, but that ride last weekend on Cyclone Mischief was yeah. absolutely yeah. god awful. The horse was keen. Yeah, he, he He's put in this horse in the horses. worst position he could possibly put it. Yep. He didn't try to urge the horse to go any further. He just sat in that same spot and then drifted back. Yeah, choked him in between. Yep. Should just let him go because I mean the horse. I think the fractions were pretty, uh, pretty lively early on. Correct. I think he was afraid that you know. That would not be yeah. the key move, but that would have been the better move because in between horses with that horse keyed up, just burned out. Yeah. Nothing left coming home. And I was highly disappointed on that because I thought it would have been a better finish with the Yeah, I mean, obviously the Cyclone. Yeah, it was super chalk. And that's the yeah. only other horse I took was the Rocket. Four, yeah, four and the eight. Man. The four eight. Which is a great call. Which Junior Alvarado, Will Mont. <clears throat> wasn't um, pretty. But yeah, it was just like on, on stakes days. I've said this before to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I've said, said it you've before. You've said it here yeah, on like, here many times. Like yeah. Tyler, I just, I almost have to fade him on stakes days because like, I don't know what it is. I don't know if the stage, unless he's at Churchill, if he's at Churchill, you, it, you have no problem putting him in every single race. Cause he's most likely going to win three out of the five on a pick five. But when he's here at Gulfstream or he's at Tampa, or if, even if he's at Saratoga, big stakes days, I, I try to stay away from him. I unless he's on God stormy. Yeah. The unless he's on God stormy, God stormy. Yeah. then you're good. And I have some, <laughs> some sort of bias on the horse. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only time I don't stay away from it, but only if I'm co-owner, uh, then yeah. he's got a chance. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm with you. I, you know, there's something about this too, obviously not the front runner, you know, if there, if there is a speed breakdown, I like to see the two, uh, especially if you're going back into, into form, this is one of the horses that have run a sub one ten. Mm-hmm. Um, six for a long race. So that's why I've got it marked. Yeah. The other ones would be the one, the three, and the five. You what? The other ones would be the one, the three, and the five, the sub one tens. Yep. Right. Five, uh, obviously, sub a list. 
being the, being the best. Say it again. Sibelius. 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 I think I got a case of Sibelius. All right. What was that dipshit that kept telling, talking about abelisks? You remember that? <laughs> abelisks? Was it? I don't remember. We spaced out because we started drinking because they were uh, stiffs. <laughs> uh, flashbacks. Let's go to the ninth. All right, let's go to the ninth race. Wonder uh, world. Mile and 40 yards. It is the Suncoast Stakes. Purse of $150,000 for Phillies, three years old. Yeah, two horses in this race. Don't have to look any further. I'll talk about Wonder Wheel. Just to, I know you guys are probably going to add to it. Um, <clears throat> the key for me here is that the horse can be more tactical, does not need to go to the front to win. Obviously, as you've seen in the last race in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile Phillies, grade one in November. But I think Tyler and Cassie are going to send him uh, a center in this race. I think Fordly placed probably gets the lead and uh, probably tries to wire the field. Changing just, it up, huh? Just looking at where the speed is. Stats, you probably have to follow back up on this. But looking at who's going to want to go to the front, the, the ones that probably will get to the lead if Wonder Wheel doesn't go, uh, those times are going to be ridiculously slow. The only one that could actually go there and set and run away would be Wonder Wheel. And that's, I think, what the plan needs to be. And we'll see what Cassie decides to do because he's got a couple in this race. Uh-oh. 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 Can the kid... Go break, again. Break his own rule. <laughs> I, I instantly regretted saying what I just said. <laughs> but I mean, I think Wonder Wheel, right? I mean, this horse is a monster, right? This might be an exception. Um, just, I mean, look at the resume. I, you don't really have to say much more than what you're going to see on the form right there. It's ran in three grade ones. It's finished first in two of them and just missed on the other. Um, I think it's much the best here. Um, again, though, I don't know if I'm going to single the horse because I am gun shy. I think um, as much as that horse is a monster, there's always one jockey that kind of screws me when I do single and that's going to be Saez. So I'm going to go with Julia shining um, as my second choice on here. And I think that having this one on the ticket two for two ran in a hundred broke its maiden, first of all, at a hundred K um, and then followed it back up with a grade two. Granted, this is the second time this horse is out and won the grade two by a neck. Both by Sayas, both on Monster Rides. It's ridden at Keeneland, and it's ridden at Aqueduct. Um, so surface really isn't a big deal. It doesn't matter where it's racing. This horse seems like it's a monster on both both ends. Um, and again, Sayas, Todd Pletcher, when they team up, it's it's always fireworks. So um, I'm going to throw that one on the ticket as well. Yeah, I mean, I've got one nine marked as, as the best, Joe, and I agree with you that what the strategy should be with the one. What would be really interesting is <clears throat> what we've seen in handcuffs with uh, trainers at Gulfstream all year. Yeah. Or they have a rabbit and a, and yeah. a chaser. Yeah. Yeah. See? So if you go to the outside, you got the eight and ticker tape home. Another Cassie horse mm-hmm. who likes to come off the face. Uh, Wonder Wheel is very much the best. I mean, yeah. And, you know, reading the Pollock report that we we, we are all looking at together for Cassie to say this yeah. is the best horse he's ever trained. I mean, that's whether it's propaganda or not. Speaks volumes. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a little bit of pop- propaganda. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows? I, I think we'll it, know on Saturday. We will know on Saturday. I, <laughs> I think Wonder Wheel is very good. I, I agree with you and Julia Strong. I, I mean, from the two through through eight spot, do you guys see anybody that's going to be challenging or anybody you like for unders? Well, it just depends on how this horse goes, right? I mean, I think uh, if this horse gets sent out to the front, I think that's a that's a crazy strategy because I mean, but it can win both ways, right? But if it goes out to the front, there is the op- or there is a chance that this horse burns out. Um, if it comes off the pace, you're gonna. That's what I think it's going to do but i mean if it comes off the pace i like that better than i like going to the front because i don't want it to burn out 
and I don't trust Tyler. See, I, I like the opposite because I don't think it will have to burn out. I think it just needs to get to the lead. Think and so? She, and she can actually set the fractions. Julia Shine is going to have to come off the pace, right? It's all she shows to do. So yeah. it's, the only, it's the only way that horse shows how to win. I just don't trust Tyler on the front end. <laughs> You've already made that very yeah, clear. I don't today. trust him on the front end. <laughs> no stage days. No front on the lead. Correct. Uh, if he comes yeah. off the pace, he loves coming off the pace. He loves waiting for that rail spot to open up. You know, he loves going those those crazy trips where he's wait, waiting. Yeah, where he puts himself in a bad spot and has to tip out and try but to That's when it. he shines, yeah. you know? That's when he's like, oh my God, it fits out perfectly. And then he breaks, you know, breaks breaks through the gate. Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know. Uh, Joe, to your point, I think that uh, underneath Charlie's Wish, the three with the RMEO, I think that's an opportunity. I know you had mentioned ticker tape. Uh, home was one that you thought. Um, Maybe. I don't know. It's never run on dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Then I would probably... Then uh, my other one would be the seven fast tracked underneath Angel Suarez, uh, Arno Delacour, 34% first time at route, ships well with all of his horses. Um, last time I was muddy. I don't know if that's any difference, but uh, still came in second in a $100,000 non-graded stakes race for seven furlongs. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think now you're getting a little bit of a stretch out for that. That may actually pan out better for the horse on the seven underneath, but I'm still, that's the one that's, Wonder Wheel, it's Julia Shining, and then probably, like I said, probably throw the seven and the three. What are the know. odds on the one right now? Even money. Even money. Okay. And what are the odds on the nine? Uh, five to two. Five to two. Okay. So really not that far apart. No. I thought it would be a lot further apart. I didn't think that. Uh, I think, Pl- think Pletcher's size just takes money anyway. Yeah. Automatically takes money. Yeah. Well. I mean, who knows? <clears throat> what the interesting. The, so the interesting one, which for me would be. Uh, Looking at the five in the middle, dreaming of snow. Sammy Camacho <laughs> is the leading jock at this track, mm-hmm. this meet, um, and shows some early foot. Now, Grant has never gone to a route, never gone longer than seven furlongs, but to see him go 22, 22 and one, 45 flat on some of these uh, six furlong races, I think this is this could be the rabbit that could fuck mm-hmm. up the one. Mm-hmm. But I still don't see the one losing. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's going to be very it's it's that it's Wonder Wheels race to lose. It definitely is. Um, I just I'm the scared. workouts for Wonder Wheel are well. It's the best horse. Much ever much the best amongst these. It's convenient that that article came out this week too. I guess too. You know, <laughs> just right at the oh, we're racing this weekend. This Conspiracy. is the best. Yeah, this is he the was, best horse I've ever three trained. To one before that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 hmm. Interesting how that works out. Yeah. Uh, right. I think it's a great race that if you can keep it skinny because we're about to get explosive for me in he's, race time. He's trying to get all the money on Wonder Wheel because he's got trying to get the odds bigger he's on his jump. other horse. Yeah, and his other horse. <laughs> on the yeah, and the Tick, uh, ticker tape home. Ticker tape, yeah, all the money. <laughs> sure, be crazy not yeah, to. Right? Yeah, now I have him on the ticket. <laughs> and the ticket the just got Gigantic. All right, race ten, mile on the sixteenth. It is the Sam F. Davis purse of two hundred fifty thousand dollars for three year olds. Twenty is, points to the winner. This is your big boy. 20. Now, as I told you guys before the podcast, uh, usually go in try to see who's got the best odds or best chance of winning, where the advantages are. I think it's all equal. This is a really tough race, and I find something negative on every single one that I like. And I wasn't really able to stamp on one single horse or even two out of the six that I think that have a possibility. But I'll talk about one of them that I think, um, I guess, I don't have as much negativity about. <laughs> uh, the one you hate least. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the one I hate least would be probably, I'm going to take the four, which is uh, Laver for uh, George Arnold. and. For me, like I said, there's a 
it's a pretty even race. But for me, I like the added distance here, the 16th of a mile. I know it took this horse, you know, many times. So th four tries out for it broke its maiden, but it broke it at 120,000 at Churchill Downs. And it did run a non-graded stakes race, I mean, which was pretty much outclassed and really didn't run that bad. Fifth in a field of eight, only seven lengths off. But the first two were on turf. They finally go back to dirt and they just missed should have won that race back on October 20th and then come back and finally win on October 20th. Field sizes for those two races were 12. So this horse is used to big fields, which there's a lot of downside for them with some of the horses I like that have only ran against four or five and six horses. You're, you're running in a bigger field. I like a horse that's got some experience running against a bigger field. Speed figures aren't that great, but it did hit its top speed figure of its career. Lightly raced, obviously, five races last time out in the Mucho Macho Man. And uh, that was only two lengths off the lead with Tyler Gaffleon. Now, again, this is another switch here where Tyler's going off, and I got Morelos again uh, before with Chantel. Now he's picking up a mount here for uh, from Tyler's leavings. But I like the January 1st race, really, that uh, on New Year's Day thought that was a, a great race for him for a uh, 150,000 non-graded stakes race. I like the conditions and the time on it. I think the add distance is going to help. So I'm going to take Laver as probably a bit of a price and a chance out of the six that I'm probably going to have on the ticket. <laughs> yeah, so last year this, horse, or this race was won by Classic Causeway. Classic Causeway, I just watched the race. Uh, the trip that this horse had was literally up the front battling for the first spot and then drew away at the stretch. Um, so I'm going to look at something very similar. I think you're going to get something... Um, pretty close to that trip and i'm going to go with uh the seven mm. i think uh jose has got a good shot here pretty much what i'm looking for i mean 100 speed figure in the remsen uh last time out which is a pretty solid number to put up before a race like this and you're actually shortening up a little bit so i like that aspect as well and again this horse was fighting pretty much the entire way right ran a 48 um and then ended up finishing in a 150 and four and one by a half length right um so shortening up a little bit you're gonna have a little bit more down the stretch i think um hopefully he's not having to battle as hard as he did last time to get the lead but um i think that a horse like that has a really good shot here at this at this track um and again to your track biases right the the outside positions are winning at a little bit of a higher clip and well, i kind of like that too that was at the six furlong what is it for this one this one we've got and this is all just pulled from the form please don't tell me it's the rail <laughs> rail wins at 80 percent yeah <laughs> oh boy this is uh, so 20 races it's only being wired it's being right at 25 percent uh but positions eight and longer oh 29 so 29 so close he's gonna be in the seventh uh, so maybe it changed my pick a little bit no, it doesn't. No, no. Uh, one slot. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not gonna if it was it. the seventeen versus the eighteen, though. yeah, that, yeah, that's ah. that's totally different. Yeah, ah. <laughs> that's just facts. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think that this horse again is gonna run the trip that you want. I think he's gonna be right up to the, to the front. Um, Jose is gonna do whatever he can to try to get that lead. But if he does have to battle, he did it last time out in the Remsen, um, improved victorious. So he does have the heart you're looking for as well. So I think I'm gonna take a shot with the seven here and hopefully get a good trip. So that's the key race of the Remsen beats mm -hmm. Arctic Arrogance, who's gonna be running an aqueduct mm -hmm. also on saturday right. uh downside for me okay this is the one on my ticket i give it my downside it's i don't got, want it i just want no you don't want to know it, it. And now you you give it. okay the only thing i don't like about it is that it's two wins are on off track okay now obviously the breeding screams off track you're not going to get off track i mean if it's raining at tampa which it's not scheduled to I'd have this horse probably keyed, but because they're going to a fast track, I think the bias is going to switch a little bit, and that's why I have a question on it. So it's just the off-track wins versus a uh, you know fast track. Yeah, maybe could be. I mean, it's hard to know, right? When you don't, you only run on. I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, not saying, I'm saying I don't like it. It's hard. To, that's the only. That's the knock I right. had because I had a circle. Okay, here's my top pick. I'm like, ah, oh, wait, too off track. It's hard for me to downgrade the fact that it won on a sloppy track because I mean. 
I mean, it's not like you really control it, you know, and you can't really tell. I mean, what if it was a fast track still and could have done the same thing? You I know? would have liked to have seen that, though. If Me I too, but that. I can't base it off it, you know. I see so, that. There's no doubt in yeah. my mind I'm probably keying, uh, keying him in this race. But, I mean, look at the Siren Dam stats for mud. It's the It blows everybody away in this field on an off track. But how's it going to run on a fast track? Should, should run yeah. fine, you know. But you're talking about a New York uh, horse, New York tracks, Aqueduct, and obviously uh, well, Belmont at Aqueduct. So Aqueduct twice. A yeah. sloppy track. Well, let's hope for a little precipitation then. They <laughs> <laughs> should run that fucking sprinkler system for like four hours for you know, constantly through the races. But that was the only knock I had. Yeah. The horse is much the best. Hundred speed figure. It's figures to be in there, and you got to zero Ortiz for Danny Gargan. Stats, where are you at? Um, I'm with you. There's a lot of stuff that could be very uh, sensual and fun from different angles. There's a lot of horses that have won one back to back races, have decent speed figures, have good times. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to go way to the outside. Um, I'm not going to talk about all the horses I've looked at to come to this conclusion, but, but this is very much a kid angle. Um, I think there are three or four horses that have won that have won handily at different tracks at different tactics with one jockey. And that jockey is not riding any of those winners. He's going all the way outside to Pletcher's 11 lift gate. Um, doesn't have the speed figure. Obviously that the seven does. I, I love this. Litigate. What I say? Lift gate. Yeah, sorry. Litigate. Deflate gate. Um, Deflate gate. Deflate gate. Uh, lift gate. I keep talking. I've been working on cars all fucking day. Um, hey, you see the size of this lift gate back so, here? So if I go to the 11 uh, litigate, mm-hmm. uh, it's Saez. I'm, I'm not going to keep them out of here. But what I find so interesting is I think he's one on the two, on the three, on the uh, whatever the case is. Mm. But he's selecting this horse. Pletcher's taking him to this horse on the outside. And he's going to run the trip that he likes to run, which is off the pace. Um, I think he's got the legs and the lungs to, to get it done. I like the recent workouts. Um, um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have the 11 on the ticket. Mm, okay. And you know, he's got the cream of the crop, right? And he's got, he can pick whatever horse. I'm sure Todd's putting him on the best horse always. You well, know? And it's, it's Todd's only entry in here. So that would make sense. But, uh, sorry, it wasn't the two, uh, Louis won the last two races with the one Worthington. <laughs> he, uh, won one race and took second on the four Lavar Laver Laver. Laver alone. Laver. <laughs> Ortiz is one with the seven the whole time. Yeah. Um, I could have swore. Oh, yeah. He took he took the nine champions dream on a win. Um, so he's run. He's he's run, he's commanded a lot of these horses in this field. So uh, the Pletcher connection screams. The, the right? eleven is going to be on here. Make, it'd be curious to see if uh, if Irad wasn't suspended, if who would have got the mount? Who would? Yeah. That's a, that's it's. I'm always thinking about that. Is who gets the better mounts? Is it Irad or is it? Louis. What a problem to have for Pletch, huh? Yeah, I know, right? right? <laughs> so, you want my downside on, on Litigate? Sure. Okay, so second to Cyclone Mischief. Mm-hmm. And Cyclone, Cyclone Mischief sucks. Cyclone Mischief's last race. Mm-hmm. Uh, disappointment. So, coming out of the uh, optional claiming 75,000 at Gulfstream Park on January 8th, so far, Tyler hasn't, hasn't, been too, day, hasn't been too good. Tyler on stakes day, though. I, you know. Just saying. Mm. Just hasn't been. I think. Cy- I think if I read Road Cyclone Mischief, that horse, and, and that's a stretch. That's that's a stretch. No, which is. But fun. I'm saying, like, I'm, if I, Cyclone came out of that race, which I really loved, and ran that way against the field he ran last week, I expect Litigate to follow up with the same kind of disappointing uh, run. Yeah, yeah. but I hope I'm wrong because I got him on the ticket. Uh, I'm with, <laughs> I hear you. I, I think I think the seven on paper is much the best, but where the odds? <laughs> Nine to five. Damn. On the seven. I name it. I mean, litigate or my favorite, liftgate. Liftgate. <laughs> Come on, liftgate. Liftgate. <laughs> Power liftgate. Uh, five to one. Five to one is a good uh, price. Champions dream nine to two. Champions dream the nine. 
correct? Yeah, field size of six five and six and nine. Yeah, I'm passing on the nine. Two listen, yeah, classy is run against some uh run again run in high class, but who you run against? Five and six horse fields. Not impressed. Tyler. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I, I I thought I was gonna get sucked in by Prairie Hawk a little bit. Yeah, I looked at Prairie Hawk. Um Camacho, it's Safi mm-hmm. Joseph. We love mm-hmm. Safi in Florida. Camacho on this track, we all love. Two for two at Tampa. Which is fine, but then I'm seeing uh, he wired the field with a 2550. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, this, field, on this surface. In a field of four. And I'm like, all right. Because I, I almost got sucked in because I'm like, oh my God, he got four four full-ongs in 46. Like, holy shit. This dude, Safi, let's go. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. Right I, the same speed as buggy races. I ran a 25 last week. <laughs> <laughs> that was after lunch. Now, uh, yeah. I'm shitting all over this horse now. Now, you know, of course. It'll now it's got to be on the ticket. I almost got has sucked to go, there. It has to go to the front for a North for it to win. I just uh, don't think be there. it just doesn't have the speed. I don't think. doesn't have the speed. And I mean, you've beat, you beat three other horses and four other horses in your last two races. And your back-to-back wins. Field size of four and five. So right. that's the downside for me. The Ooh. 12, I don't know what the tw- odds on the 12 are, but I'll, it's distant. distance. Uh, distance is way too far for the 12. I mean, who else you want to pick up here that I can shit on? The I six. Mean, yeah, the six is the one that was like Classic. a little yeah. interesting. The six, <clears throat> the six I picked last week and got scratched. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they he's took, not, and now he's in this race. Okay, right? so they took him out of that, that uh, 107,000 op, uh, allowance optional claiming race, scratched him. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, so I... See him here today. I'm like, oh, yep, gonna take classic car wash. Guess what? Looked at the reason he was scratched. It was a steward scratch. So oh. physically, yeah, this wasn't a trainer scratch. This wasn't. This wasn't even a veterinarian scratch. This is a steward scratch that not allowed him in the race due to whatever justified reasons from a physical standpoint. I don't think. I don't think classic car wash is sound 100 percent. see I, I but they can they can scratch a horse for just like looking weird like remember they were talking about chad brown's horse where exactly. it was like it could be just like a little hobble or like a misstep or whatever exactly and they can just scratch it for that and reason, that was in his canter know? that he normally does when he always correct which it could be the same thing way. for classic car wash too all i know is if the trainer decides to scratch him i'm okay with it but if it's a steward scratch and then they have him go in the next week and now he's going to i mean obviously that was an allowance optional claim yeah. now you're going to a grade three now I'm not as confident as I was last week. So yeah, I just I, this this reason nothing but negative. Yeah. It's been a shit. That must have been a shit day for me. I don't know. I'm really <laughs> negative today, but I found a lot of reasons to not bet any of these. I think this is one of the tougher races to handicap. Um, I think I've had I had a, too many in here that I could just make a case for. Um, and I I think in this race, depending on what my ticket looks like, I'm going to spread a little bit mm-hmm. in this one. I'm going to sprinkle a couple of different horses in there. I think Classic Car Wash will be there. Obviously, I'm taking the seven in there. I think that Classic Le- uh, Legacy with Junior Alvarado is interesting. Um, and the Bill Mott connection there. I think Litigate is going to be very interesting. Like, these are horses that I... Liftgate. Yeah, Liftgate, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Liftgate. Um, and so I think there are just, you know, Prairie Hawk. Again, I looked at Prairie Hawk, and I said the same uh, thing. Sammy Camacho, Safi Jr., yeah. uh, Safi Joseph Jr. I'm, it's just like, you know, a couple of these ones are just very, very interesting. Look like they could be true players, you know, but... What do you guys think of Worthington? Like the candy? Werther's original. Oh, Werther's original. <laughs> Tastes like my grandma's purse. Um, I, delicious. I'm, I'm interested by this just from the standpoint of it's going off for the first time on dirt. It's interesting. And I'm staring down a 20 to 1 So morning line. You, I'll give you my negative standpoint. I'll just give you the negatives because that's yeah, all I, that's all, that's all I want, race. baby. Okay, so only turf, uh-huh. right? Only turf races. Yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. Uh, three of the four races, uh, three of them those at, at routes, over all four races, loses ground, slower, last splits okay. in every single race. So lost ground in the last race out, gained two back at Churchill in allowance race, not by much, terrible time, 
And then the last two prior to that, it's uh, initial at Kentucky Downs and the, the one after at Keeneland, both of those uh, unimpressive uh, finishing times. It's never tried the surface either. Never tried the surface and you're going, you're adding another uh, half a panel here, yeah. 16th of a mile. So, I mean, if you're starting to gas out when you're going a mile and you're going to go another 16th on a new surface, something to worry about. But that's just me. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I basically, if they could <clears throat> all lose, I think yeah. I would play that ticket if that was possible. Because <sighs> I found negatives on everybody. That candy tastes like chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> that is chapstick. Uh, let's wrap up this uh, debacle pick five. I don't know. I might, I might go skinny, skinny, skinny. Huge. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. I mean, you almost have to. Starting to go back to your Junior Alvarado key. Well, which one do you Sibelius. key? Though? Which one are you keying? I might go one, five, five. One. So one five in the first leg. Five. five. One. All. All. Yeah. All. all. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. That's funny because I only have two in this last race. You guys have a wider spread in the last leg. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a mistake to give me control of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stats is no longer allowed to uh, hit the uh, the mixer buttons. All right, so let's go to... Uh, Wait a minute. Are you saying I'm incapable of finding the button? That's what she said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to the finale uh, for this great day of this pick five, a mile on the 16th. This one's on the turf. Of course, it's a maiden race, 27,000 purse for maidens, fillies, three years old. I've got two. Which one do I want to talk about? I'll go with Talk six. about them both. I'll talk about the six. Juniper's Moon. Uh, this is a purchase price, $725,000. Mm. The horse, uh, first time out on the turf, 145 and one was the finish time. Uh, just missed. Made up some great ground with Kendrick Carmouche that was at Aqueduct. You're getting Sammy Camacho, one of the best jockeys at Tampa. First time getting Lasix. Scratch that last race, mile and an eighth on the dirt, 85,000. And like I said, now you're getting the class drop. You're only going into 27,000. There's no way this horse should possibly lose. There's only one other one I think that could be competitive uh, that also has some changes. Uh, so I'm going to take Juniper's Moon probably as my key for Anthony Dutro. Key? Yeah, key. Holy fuck. Ballsy. Key. Ballsy. You heard it here. <laughs> You'll see me on Twitter talking shit when I rip up my ticket, but this is... Just, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say drive past my house, <laughs> throwing old random keys at it. <laughs> you like that? Eat they that! Have, <laughs> they all have the six written on them, too. <laughs> um, I I support the pick. I support a lot of picks in this I one. Because, that, yeah, because, I mean, this is, this is a tough race to... To really dial down for myself, I will always stand tall with a Chad Brown, mm-hmm. Hector Diaz combination, especially on a first-time starter. Um, crazy enough, call me crazy, I don't know if it's just what I see, but I feel like Chad ships a lot of his horses and a lot of his first-time starters down to Tampa. Um, I don't feel like he runs a ton of horses at Gulfstream. I mean, I don't see it very no. often, but I always see Chad Brown horses on turf at Tampa all the time. Um, and so I think that's like maybe like a training ground where he likes to start his horses. I don't know. That's because Gulfstream doesn't want you to run the turf. They want you to run the Tepeta. <laughs> yeah. So they switch true. it off every time. Oh, very it's true. rain. Someone spit so, on the grass. Let's put it over the Tepeta. <laughs> so I, I think this horse is interesting. Um, it's a Peter Brandt horse. Uh, Chad Brown, you know, he likes to win for Peter Brandt. They do a lot of business and he's going to put this horse in a good spot. Hector Diaz rides a lot for Chad Brown. Um, Again, first time out on the turf. It's a crapshoot, but I think you're probably going to get a decent price on a first-time starter. Um, and to end out a race like this, as long as Hector puts this horse within striking distance once it hits that 
you know, that final turn. Um, I think I like his chances of pulling away down the stretch and at least competing for the win. Uh, again, I'm going strictly off of just the business that they have together. Um, the workouts are eh, but uh, again, first time starter Chad Brown at Tampa. I'll take a shot with the 10. Could do a lot worse. Definitely could. I have a question for you. Yep. Justin. I agree. Um, I, I think I'm going to have all of the uh, first-time starters in here. Yep. Um, but the three, I'm going to call him Jeff Cirillo. <laughs> Ex-Brewer, great. Christoph Clement. If this was Joel Rosario six months ago, mm-hmm. would this three be on your ticket? Um, <clears throat> yes. Just from the combo, right? Just from the combo alone. Um, I'm not in love, obviously, with the most recent workout of a 104 <laughs> in five. Um, but Christoph Clement on, on grass, I, I don't care who's in the iron. It's yeah. going to be on the ticket for me. So I like, I like the three, I like the five. I like your, uh, uh, six, 10 lovers, lovers rock. Yeah. Juniper's moon. I'm, I'm pretty spread wide open mm-hmm. here. Um, still have, still have mentioned the other one. We got the 11. No, just a splash. <laughs> the eight, just a splash. Listen, Anthony Dutro's winning this race. He's, he's definitely winning this race. They're going to be the six of the eight. No way. Yeah, six of the eight. We haven't had a side bet in <laughs> We haven't had a side bet in a while. I'm willing to... Push up uh, that. I am willing to uh, cater uh, dinner next uh, podcast. What kind of dinner? <laughs> I'm talking here, not going out for a fucking... <laughs> Well, sure. Surf and tra- I'll no, take three I, lobsters, well, sure. two out. I'm out of diet. I say Jackson's clothes. This sucks. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you, uh, it's either the six or the eight for me. I mean, the horse is dropping in class, 143 and two uh, final time. I mean, I don't know. I guess it would be 144 for that horse. But Blakers are off. Lasix first time. Uh, I like the distance for this horse. Breeding screams out at me. It's Junior Alvarado. If he... Tanks on Sibelius. He's definitely going to get a piece of something before he leaves out of that track. Well, he's going to win one of the, the first two races. If he just don't know which one to. If he I'm doesn't gonna, win the first two. I'm going to make a ticket with him losing the first two legs and keeping him on the eight in the last legs. He's definitely winning something before he goes back to Gulfstream. Um, you, know, you know what else I like about the eight? It's owned by Team D. Team D. <laughs> there's no there's no rhyme or reason behind it. I just think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, six and eight are my top two. I, I really, but I think first time starters are make a lot of. Yeah, sense. I think. I mean, I really don't know who's going to win this race. In all honesty, that's why it's like the biggest spread race of all of them. You know, I think that any one of these horses can win. You can make a case for all of them because none of them really see the winner's circle. So, um, you know, it's it's a crapshoot. This is where our friends in Tampa are, are going to have to. I might have to start talking to some trainers. I think if the sixty-eight don't win, I'll bring in Portillos. I'll cater in Portillos. Oh. You're good with that? I was hoping like one of those, uh, where you eat the sushi off the person. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> little body plate? Yeah, a little body plate. Wait, who's the body though? Yeah, we, well, that's, that's the fun. We get to pick, right? Oh. Yeah, you get to pick your waitress to eat off of. Yeah. Oh, in most of those places. <laughs> waitress, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd prefer not to eat sushi off your treasure trail. <laughs> this one's got a hair on it. Um, so I feel like... Uh, what I'm feeling like in my bones right now. And I think uh, I'm going to spend more time looking at this 11 and trying to figure it out. This has a classic feel to me of a race that I'm going to peel back and it's going to fist fuck me into oblivion <laughs> because I'm going to be like, you know what? Nope. 
Nope. Sea <laughs> witch, it just ain't going to do it. There's no way Saez is going to do it on this one. Never no been on chance. the grass before. Times are shit. The splits are shit. And then he's going to just you know, stomp on my, he's going to KGB me. Do me one favor. Yeah. Text me who the last one you peel back off. <laughs> I got to figure out. <laughs> that one has cost you, in my memory, recently, at least three. The last one you've peeled Pick off. Pick fives? Yes. I, I think the math was like 16 grand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like the yeah. last one you took off yeah. cost you the ticket. So, yeah, let me know what that is so yeah. I can. I think know, I'm going to try to build a ticket where I can go all. all. Yeah, I think that's the play here because I think if we, if it does get formful at the beginning, right? If it does get formful at the beginning, these are the races that are going to make up for it. These are the races you can get a price. Right. The or these are going to be the chop, you know, the chalkiest of the two or the whole card in those first three races are going to be bombs. What's the odds on the six? Mm-hmm. 14 to one. No way. No, five to one. Fuck. What's the eight? Oh, sorry. I was talking about the eight. Six, six to one. Who's the favorite? Three to one. Financial advice. First timer. Okay. Followed by the other, one of the other first timers at nine to two and Jeff Cirillo. <laughs> Cirillo. <laughs> now batting. Skrilla. Skrilla. <laughs> um Lovers Lovers Rock is actually six to one. The twelve Lovers what? Lovers Rock. Oh, rock. <laughs> he beats Cox. <laughs> uh the girl from Ireland actually is six to one. Hmm. We didn't talk about that grand motion horse at all. Uh, mm. Is there much reason to? I mean, I mean, it's an all racer. It's one forty six. Yeah, one oh. yeah. drops in class and comes in fifth by two lengths. I have to look at that trip. I have to look at that January fourth trip for me to consider the girl from Ireland. Like on the surface, favorite when a mile first time Yeah, I mean, win a mile at mile thirty seven. I like to see my sub one thirty sixes. Shamrock Farm. 137-1. Yeah, I'd like to see it, though. It just says out kick, but I want to see what the trip was for Angel. The girl from Ireland, Shamrock Farm. It's Kismet. Shamrock Farm. And the Kiss the Blarney Stone. <laughs> just a splash. Just a taste. Yeah, I think I think that's going to be my strategy. I'm going to try to keep it real tidy early and expand mm-hmm. out. Or I'll get a wild hair up my ass at about 10 o'clock Central Time Saturday morning and be like, ah, fuck it, we're going to spread wide open in the front half and skinny <laughs> on the last half. <laughs> No. Don't change the strategy. Let's go. Uh, let's fly north, shall we? Head up to the aqueduct at aqueduct. <laughs> oh, a little yes. bit colder. Is that where we're going? I still want to see. Uh, hey, are they going to have the uh, <laughs> Arlington Millions at Churchill Downs? I believe so. <laughs> the Arlington, not at the Arlington Millions. Not yeah, at the, Arlington. they used to be at Arlington Millions. I can't think it's called like the Churchill Millions then. Just change the name. Just, you know, just still, still a source. Stop of stabbing us <laughs> in the heart. Or they should move to Hawthorne. Or we should the Hawthorne Millions. Leave it in Illinois. Right. That'd be cool. I mean, that that stretches forever, too. There's a lot of things that make sense that they don't do. Uh, so we're going to go to the Withers. That's uh, the ninth race at Aqueduct on Saturday. It's a mile on an eighth. Grade three, purse $250,000 for three-year-olds. This one's pretty wide open, but I'll go with the basically story of my life. Shit show. Sorry, hit show. <laughs> Manny Franco and Brad Cox. I think Brad Cox has got another one here in the barn. Ready to start uh, getting some points, start targeting for Derby. Uh, workout specifically for me here. Horse have been off since December 17th when it won by three lengths with Joe Talamo in a $100,000 optional claiming condition race at a mile. So we're getting the extra panel, and I do like that. I think the distance screams for this horse. Didn't like the trip that uh, Florent had with him, two back at Churchill, but broke his maiden pretty convincingly in a field of 10. So 
competitive fields, uh, larger size fields, two workouts for me. Obviously, the bullet workouts are great, but I actually like the five furlongs a minute and two back-to-back on January 22nd and January 28th. I always say it, Brad Cox puts speed into his horses. He always makes sure that these horses are ready to go when it's a big game day. And that's exactly what we're going to see here. I like that he's given it a little rest. Uh, obviously, 23% for Brad Cox, uh, 46 to 90 days away. Horse shifts uh, fine, obviously. He's gone to three tracks and three races and has uh, performed pretty solid, like I said, except for that November 26th race that Florent just, uh, my, in my opinion, uh, with a bobbled start, just a horrible race all in general, put himself in a bad spot. But favorite last three times, I'll take his show. Yeah, I have the, I have two horses. That's one of them. Um, the only other one I had was Arctic Arrogance, the one to the inside, Linda Rice and Jose Lascano. Those two don't miss when they link up together. Uh, it's one of the toughest connections uh, at this aqueduct meet. Um, there aren't a ton of them that you can base your chips off of, but this is one that I see winning consistently. Um, they do a ton of business together. They ride a lot of great horses, and um, you know Linda's got the drop on these fools in this race, I'm sure. Uh, that grade two Remsen, again, just missed. That's the one I'm looking at. I think this horse went right to the front and then just obviously got beat, just wasn't their day. But to another horse in the race that we talked about before. Um, and then the Jerome uh, Stakes last time out, again, just missed, but did have to battle the entire way, right? I mean, a half length off the entire race. So I'm hoping that this horse gets a lot of a, clean, a cleaner trip than last time um, and can post another 99 or 94 speed figure because I think if it does post that type of speed figure, um, it's going to blow the field away, right? I mean, I don't think anybody else can kind of compete with that speed figure um, if this horse gets a clean trip. So for the connection, for the breeding, for the speed figures, for the resume itself, I think that this horse has to be my my top choice. And maybe yeah. if I'm if I'm playing any type of, you know, um, horizontal wagering, it might be a single. That's that that would be that would be tough. The verticals, I mean, you got to get him on the ticket. Yeah, I mean, for you, sure. You just have to have him on the ticket. I mean, 26% when these two team up, Linda Rice and Jose mm-hmm. Lascano, and 63% on 54 races hitting the board. So <clears throat> this is the one that they really want. I know, listen, Jose's getting up in age, and I'm sure he wants to make sure he's got some opportunities and keep his options open like everybody else does for Derby, and this would be the one that he's probably got probably his best mount possibility out of Frosted. So mm-hmm. totally agree. Stats, who are you going with? Um, I'm trying really hard to to find a way to make this not a two horse race. I think you guys are all over with the one and the four. Um, when I start breaking down times, like the one's an eight to five, the four's a nine to five. It seems to be very, very much of the best. You know, you start looking at Young Frau, right? It's four to one, <laughs> right? Four to one on Young Frau is the uh, odds makers saying that that's the third, the third best horse. It two two races back with Jose Ortiz ran a mile on eighth, cool. Ran a one fifty six. Mm-hmm. That's six seconds behind what? One fifty six and one actually. <laughs> Sorry, I was giving it too much credit. <laughs> Don't give it so much credit. <laughs> yeah, I, was I know what you're saying though. I just look at that and I say, my my goodness gracious. Uh, you know, could be wrong. Maybe Dylan Davis and Billy Mont have something up their sleeve, but I don't see any of the workouts that, that tells me anything. that's going to change much. Um, and if Jose can't can't get this horse to perform. Now, to your point, Joe, that was uh, that was Q four, Jose. That's true. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I see very much as, as a two horse yeah. race. I was trying to really find something in the six ninety um, percent, Maddie, mm. um, to fall in love with. But I couldn't find anything there either. Now, if let's say, for instance, right, because it seems like Hit Show does its best work closer to the front, maybe 
Um, same uh, thing. Same thing with Arctic arrogance. You know, Arctic arrogance within gets, striking distance. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think that these two are going to battle it out at the front, or do you think that Arctic arrogance gets a free trip at the front? Um, I think Arctic arrogance gets the free trip at the front, and then Hit Show is going to try to close and beat him. You know. Yeah, and down at the end. And I think Andiamo Forenzi might have something on the outside to, I agree. to try to give a little go early and take out whoever tr- decides to go. But the one could probably sit off. doesn't have to get the lead, but it could probably sit off a little bit, let this seven go ahead and fire with Frankie Pennington, and then, I think you know. The, I think the six is going to fire, too. Yeah. So I, I, it's down to a two-horse race for me still, no matter it which is, way I look at it from speed and pace. Like if What I would, would be interested to be, if, if one didn't like to go to the front or proved it didn't go to the front, this would be one of those, well, who's the early speeds that's going to mm-hmm. steal this mile and an eighth? Right. Which one is it going to be? It's going to be the six or the seven. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't see it happening. Because I, th- I see like a free trip at the front. Like if Arctic Arrogance gets out free and doesn't have to compete with anybody, I think this horse is going to pull away. I really do think I, that if somebody competes with this horse, that's where you see it at That's aqueduct. where you see Hit Show. That's, yeah, exactly. And that's where you see it at Aqueduct for sure is that when a horse goes out there and they just go at it for, you know, half the race, they're just going back and forth and they're running a 22, 21, whatever. Um, that's when you see these horses just falter and that's where the big prices come. But if it gets a free trip and nobody goes with them, then I think this horse is going to win by a landslide. You know, the 90% Maddie, this horse has never gone over seven furlongs. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're going a mile and the 16th, we're stretching out. This is a horse that probably feels like the only chance it has is probably go to the front. 100%. Probably won't do anything other than try to set some fractions out there to to give itself an opportunity. So that's, that's the only way it wins is, is to try to wear it. Right. That's, it. Uh, that's that's where my head's at too. Uh, the interesting fact for me is that you know Frankie Pennington used to ride on this horse and obviously is jumping on the opportunity for yeah. Kelly Breen. True. So I think. If that's the case, let, I love Frankie too. Let the six go out and do what he's got to do. The seven may have a better opportunity. You know, it's going to be cold. It's going to be kind of a brisk day, obviously, out there in New York. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's going to make anything of a big difference, but it could possibly. I don't know what the surface has been like. I haven't watched enough of Aqueduct to say what the bias is or how things are looking at this time of the year. But, you know, Pennington out there may screw things up, especially, and in, in the six may, the seven and the six may screw things up from a pace percent. Per, perspective, perspective. Yeah. and the one is going to have the interesting idea on how it's going to I can run. go or I can pocket yeah and that's that so it's going to have options which is good and we're going to see exactly what it's going to do I still think hit show off of all that bullshit rounds them up Ooh. That, one I, that, that one I feel even better on What's I think that? I think you have a something with that turf uh, not turf for you, Tampa Bay uh, with the six or the eight I think that you have good odds in that one but I think that um like I think you might actually win that race well you'll know if uh if, if you guys are eating good next week <laughs> Are you bringing sausages? <laughs> no, no, wait. Let's go back. No, what the hell do I get if if the six or the eight do win the finale at Tampa Bay? Got to be something. Mm-hmm. I mean, a dry hand job. I take it <laughs> <laughs> under the table or over I've the been, table. I've been giving myself those for twenty five years. <laughs> spot, spot on. <laughs> Highly rated. Um, I mean, what do you want? Hold on. What I want. I, what I what want. I want. <laughs> the hell was that from? Godfather. Yeah, what I talking w- Italian? Yeah. Oh, I, just I thought I thought you were going uh, uh, varsity blues. There. No, that's what it is. He's got his what his my jaws all weird. Yeah. So I said, what what I want? Oh, yeah, come <laughs> That's what I want. I, I wasn't want. watching. I thought you. Were, <laughs> I don't want your life. <laughs> I was I was in the wrong <laughs> fucking decade. They're close. They're close. Same genre. <laughs> um, the six and eight. Were we talking race ten? Uh, race no, eleven, the closing, race. the closing. Oh race. well, I'm trying to go all. Yeah, yeah, I know. Pull against you. I'm trying to, I'm trying to skinny it out on the end. I mean, really, it's kind of unfair because you're saying if you're saying you're buying dinner 
for six or eight. I mean, I got the field against that. I mean, that's odds are kind of in my favor. Yeah, they are they are stacked against you. But I would feel that's better. how confident I am. I feel better about Arctic um, arrogance versus uh, Hit Show. You do. I feel better in that one. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll have to counter that with uh, cocktails or something. I don't know. Slap that. <laughs> hold, hold the tail. <laughs> what is that? Is that a legit league that's going on right now? Slap. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Where, 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 where do they show this on? TBS or TNT or something? I don't know. Like YouTube, Are you serious? YouTube, YouTube is where I've been. I haven't watched it like cable in a long time. It was, it was like the first it. day it was out. It was on like national television. I tried to watch it again, but I haven't seen it. On. So did that guy that his face got all fucked up? Like, was it, was it, did he have a broken face? I don't know. I have you no seen idea. that I, one? No, I will. The one where it's swollen. By the time his face was like droopy, like <laughs> oh, his face was one, so yeah. swollen. He looked like sloth from Goonies. I saw the one where it was just inflated and it was just so swollen that it was just. Oh yeah. The that's side. the same guy. Yeah. 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 And if you get the right angle, yeah, he's, he's got that, you know, sloth love chunk yeah. look. Well, if he's got no feeling, he's going to win every fucking championship. Just keep slapping the shit out of it. I can't feel sure. a thing. <laughs> look at, <laughs> look at Mike get, Stallone and Rocky make it. drunk beforehand just so they black out and just go, like, you know. Oh, get a little rubbery? Yeah. Sure. I mean, that get wouldn't be the loose, bad strategy. Loosey goosey. There's got to be rules against that. Well, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Alleged. Allegedly. Oh, man. It's been a while since we've done that a six. A six, six race, race coverage. Not well, bad. Since Breeders' Cup, probably. Yeah, but as we move along here with more of these, uh, mm. more of mm. these prep races coming through, mm. it's like three or four uh, mm. every mm. weekend. Mm. Mm. Thank you for joining us. Good, good week, guys. We get uh, Derby Trail coming. We got a lot of. We got some good guests coming up. We're gonna have a fun couple months. Mm. Yeah, good chance we have a few repeat visitors coming some back. Of the best. Some of the best. Yeah. Kedrick maybe coming yeah. back on. Sweet. And uh definitely Mike and Mike Smith will be coming back on next month. It's true. Yeah. It's facts. It's good. It's lovely. He said he had it's to lovely. go to Saudi first. Oh. So he's got Tabe, I believe he's running. Yep. You drove Saudi. these guns through the triangle of death. <laughs> <laughs> Great fucking job, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's War Dogs. I closed my night on War Dogs. I'm back. <laughs> Uh, thank you for our listeners. Thank you all the followers uh, going to Tampa Bay. First time on the podcast. We appreciate it. You guys got any insights? You got any track biases? You got any ideas? Hit us up. Hit us up on Twitter. Tweet Tweet us with a DM machine. You know, I don't want any dick pics. So. Not any more of them. Just, <laughs> I got plenty of Gets enough for me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll see you. <ya. laughs>